This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Defense Department's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center is now in a new phase of existence. It's past its narrow so-called Pathfinder projects. Now it's focusing on bigger projects and how it can integrate AI throughout the department. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke about the organization's first steps with acting Deputy Director Jacqueline Tame. Our lead department-wide efforts to adopt AI at scale provide services to component partners that promote AI adoption, accelerate inherently joint AI capabilities, and create an AI-friendly ecosystem within the DoD. And so now that you have those, you know, the buzzword bingo, I can go into kind of what that (laughs) actually means in practice. Um, In practice, what that means is we're prioritizing those projects, and and by projects I mean capability development projects and non-capability, sort of some of those enabling services, that we believe are going to have the biggest um, impact, the biggest scalability across the department. Some of those, as I mentioned previously, are sort of in that back office or business process transformation space. And let me just go into these a little bit more. Um, You know, we have within the Jake um, several what are called mission initiatives. These are kind of, if you you think about them in sort of industry terms, these are almost verticals, right? We have kind of um, joint logistics and we have um, joint force protection, which is what's previously called threat reduction and protection. We have joint war fighting. We have business process transformation, right? So these are the types of mission initiatives and or, or kind of verticals that we have. And what that means is that we're, we're working sort of hand in hand with all of the components across the department, whether they be combatant commands or service elements um, or combat support agencies or OSD components that have kind of mission um, need and that are executing against the mission in that space. And could you just give us an example of that? You know, what does it look like in the real world? We have had real, real interest in the last several months in particular from sort of the joint logistics enterprise. And these partners are just absolutely phenomenal, whether they be the Defense Logistics Agency or Transcom um, and, the, and the service components underneath Transcom um, or our, our partners in the Office of the Secretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment that are sort of doing some of this work. Um, and, and, and when we're, when we're working with those partners and we, and we combine their sort of mission needs of like, how do you think about, um, you know, applying AI at scale to the joint logistics enterprise? How do you think about helping, um, the joint logistics enterprise, you know, move cargo, people, equipment, material, et cetera, most efficiently, or even just track it, um, that actually really beautifully marries with our business process transformation mission initiative where you're sort of thinking about things and applying this technology to, um, you know, areas traditionally thought of as kind of back office, but, you know, admin, personnel, um, finance, contracts. And so when we're looking at, you know, two big mission initiatives and areas like that, you can easily see, I think, kind of where the intersections of the biggest return on investment are going to be. And in in really helpful ways, the technology is actually pretty mature in these areas where there's like an abundance of data, such as the joint logistics, you know, um, domain, and there's an abundance of data in some of these back office areas. And so that's kind of one of the ways in which we're we're really mapping the landscape of DOD from a missions and mission needs perspective and targeting those areas where we think AI applications and, and helping to instantiate AI is going to scale you know, the most quickly or the most robustly. 
that's one example. I was thinking about the implementation aspect of this and the integration aspect of this. So I think I remember General Shanahan at some point saying that at some point they want AI to be something like electricity. You don't think about it. You just walk into a room, you, th you flip on the switch and, it, and it's there, right? You know, how yeah. integrated is Jake in DoD at this point? And I realize, you know, this isn't, you know, it's nothing's perfect at this point, but you're trying. Where have you gotten from the two years ago when you first started to now into being really infiltrating into these different parts of DoD? I would say that we have made significant gains from where we were. There's still, you know, a long, long way to go. The department's a huge place and there are all kinds of components, but also sort of key processes that make the department go that we need to target and kind of be involved in um, to enable uh, all the components that sort of play in that space. But some of the things that have really helped us kind of gain traction in this integration space um, are, are both internally focused and externally focused. And what I mean by that is things like our own kind of self-reflection that led to this kind of Jake 2.0 or Jake 2.x, as I sometimes call it, um, sort of really looking at ourselves and in the context of the needs of the department and how those are shifting um, has helped us internally realign our own organization and our own sort of top technical talent against the, the biggest priorities. Um, we've had an unbelievable amount of support, championship, advocacy, and help, frankly, um, from our congressional partners and from the National Security Commission on AI, which recently released um, its final report, just in terms of recognizing the necessity of that level of integration for the Jake and doing things like advocating for a realignment of the Jake director to report directly to the Deputy Secretary of Defense, which has just happened in the last NDAA. Um, in terms of granting the Jake its own acquisition authority, which has been huge and allows us to kind of really integrate at scale in terms of the AI acquisition as a service and, and, and data as a service and PME as a service. It just really, really helps us kind of with those critical enablers. Um, we've cultivated, I think, a really, really great relationship with a couple of those big DOD enterprises recently. Um, to, you know, joint logistics, as I mentioned, business process transformation, some of the kind of enabling services, but also with, you know, components that are in and of themselves integrators, if you will, like the joint staff. We're doing a lot of work, um, you know, with the joint staff and all the different services and components on JADC2, which helps a lot. And then we've instantiated the um, AI executive steering group, which is a three-star board that the general, that general grown runs um, to kind of ensure that the entirety of the department and all the key components understand what we're trying to do, understand the offerings that we actually have and are working with us. It's not like we're working for them. We all have to kind of work together um, to actually instantiate what we're trying to do here. And under, under that ESG, you know, we have sort of committees and subcommittees that are focused on key areas. Um, and I think that that level of kind of at the outset, policy-focused integration, but it's quickly expanding into both policy and operations um, and data and everything else that you can Im uh, imagine has been really great. And the other thing that I would highlight actually is the, the department recently not only moved, but kind of elevated uh, in, in, in stature and in, and in priority focus, uh, the Office of the Chief Data Officer for the department. Um, and so we're working really, really closely with Dave Spurk, who's the CDO, and his office 
um, which in and of itself, I think, is really, really helpful for, for integration purposes. Jacqueline Tame, Acting Deputy Director of the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Anyone else have trouble sleeping last night and the night before that? Same. And I've tried everything, but it either doesn't help me sleep so I'm cranky and tired the next day, or I sleep and then I'm drowsy the next day. Luckily, Seize the Night and Day is here. Go to SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more about insomnia and how you can seize the night. And Carpe the Diem. Make their mission your mission, because they will not rest until we all rest.